What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It is Tuesday, March 17th. All right. This could be our last episode of season one. Uh, most likely is going to be, but we've got that Laura Sports Spotlight for you. Wing Review, Coach's Corner, Take Back Tuesday, Guinness Record Challenge, and then Questions from the Bank. Unfortunately, for that at Laura's Sports Spotlight, um, due to the coronavirus, um, our wrestling team was unable to wrestle at nationals. Our men's and women's track and field teams were unable to run and the field at nationals. And our women's basketball team was unable to participate in the national Sweet 16. So uh, due to the coronavirus, we don't have that sports spotlight. Uh, More to come as those springs spring and winter sports were canceled due to the virus yeah pretty unfortunate there but uh we'll move on and talk about our wing review here so we did red robin this week and honestly it was it wasn't as heated as last week it was pretty unanimous (laughs) in that they were decent wings but nothing special uh for me uh, I think I'm getting pickier as I go because I've had so many wings now. It takes a lot for it to stand out. Uh, so I gave these like a pretty, a, like slightly better than average score because nothing really to me kind of stood out. Uh, it was just like, eh, it was okay. Which I think that you need to go back to the drawing board on that. I think <laughs> you need to have every wing like it's your first wing. I know, but it's hard to do that because it's already implanted in my head. Like I've already. Like I'm doing an honest review. I'm not trying to be pickier. I just am. You're I like think. that old like Russian like gymnastics judge that everybody's <laughs> just been watching. She's just <laughs> bored. She just has that straight face and just never satisfied with everything. Just gives like a seven five. Just a standard. <laughs> no, no, no. Could be like the perfect. It score. wasn't that She'd long ago. Like, we had Hilltop again. And I gave it a good score. I know. But that was a lot of hype there. The second time and the second time in a row that I've had higher scores than both of you. Yeah, that's crazy. You guys doing all right? <laughs> Wait, second time in a row? I'm pretty yeah. sure. What was No, yeah. I rate higher wings than... Uh, oh, Fat Tuesdays. Lot yeah, one, fat. sorry. Yeah. Not second time in a row. I also didn't score a lot, so... Oh, lot one was really bad. See, I, did I didn't think like it was. All right, let's go into the scores. Okay. Scores. Red Robin, Nick with a 6.8, Cole with a 7.2, Trent with a 7.5, O'Brien Nugent with a 7.9, and uh, Johnny Rummelhart, 7.87. Again with the uh, <laughs> multiple no, yeah, decimal, decimal points. What do you say? Seven point eight seven. Yeah. Uh, for an average of seven point four five four. All right. So that's that, pretty good average. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a good average. There. That puts it in eleventh, right okay. behind Great Dane. Actually, one of our first wins. That's it. Huh. I mean, seems that's about, about right, right above Applebee's, which I think it's pretty good. Spot. I would put Applebee's above. Definitely, I remember it. I liked Applebee's. It had a lot of crunch. I'm Applebee's surprised it didn't have a lot of crunch. It had well, it had it some was the crunch. double crunch that wasn't very crunchy. Yeah, it had some crunch, but it didn't have an overwhelming amount of crunch. Yeah. But like I think that's a fair spot in yeah. Oh, with an average, it's of in a the score, right grouping. It's in the yeah. sevens, I think. Well, that and I Low think it's sevens. in the right grouping. It's with Applebee's and Great Dane. Now, if you could, if we yeah. were to go to back and rearrange those, maybe. Yeah. But it's in the right pairing. This can't yeah. be. This can't be our last episode because we need to. We need the f- top five final test. So we're going to go get them all? 
quick uh, explanation. Yeah. We might not have access to the studio going yeah. forward. So it really just depends. That's why we'll I said see. it might be our last episode. Um, it'll depend on – our classes are going online, so um, we'll see what kind of access campus is um, and see how bad this virus gets, I guess. Um, but as of right now, we're planning to be back April 15th or April 20th or something like that. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. That brings us – well, uh, do we want to – did we wrap that up? Not really. I didn't talk <laughs> <laughs> I, we didn't talk about the actual wing. No. So we yeah. went with the pineapple. Yeah, I really liked the sauce, but I really like pineapple. See, I don't necessarily like pineapple that much. So. Okay. So I can see why you wouldn't like that, though. It ca- it had the sweetness of the pineapple. It was basically like a sweet chili, but not like that flavor. It was like, yeah. it it had was like the a sweetness of the pineapple. pineapple type taste. Yeah. But it also had like the jalapeno kick. It even had jalapenos. Yeah, it was in right. the, bad. And it had pi- fresh pineapple yeah. too. So yeah. Well, I don't know if it was I fresh, give them but it props. Had, <laughs> the it had the canned yeah. pineapple. I give them props for a unique flavor. That's for sure. I agree, and I like the amount of sauce too. Like I'm a big yeah. like lather up the sauce. Yeah, so. it was uh, that. I will give them. That's I, that's why I gave them a higher score than B Dubs. Yeah. And we back then said B Dubs was like the definition definition of average wing. Yeah. So I gave them I think point two or point three better than B Dubs. Yeah. Because of the sauce and because of the way they put the sauce on the wing itself seemed average to me. Yeah, I mean the wing itself was pretty average. The meat quality wasn't the yeah. greatest. That's probably why it, wasn't it was better. fresh though. Which yeah. I I was honestly expecting it to be tougher meat than yeah. what came what had actually come from it, so mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised. But overall, it wasn't it was it was all right. It was a good wing. Yeah, pretty average. All right, all right. That brings us to our coach's corner today. Uh, I'm going to go back to talking about uh, breathing because it seems to be the hardest thing for most people to learn how to do, especially after we just ran uh, six week long. Um, Actually, sorry, three-week-long swim lessons. And even for the younger swimmers, that seems to be the hardest thing to learn is that rhythmic breathing um, and being able to do that while you're swimming. Um, so really probably the easiest thing you can do to start out. And I've had you do a similar drill before, but this time it's going to be a little bit different um, because you need to be able to learn to do this while your body is flat and extended in the water. So take a kickboard. You're going to grab it at the very ends. Um, you're going to start kicking and then you're going to put one arm actually down to your side, whichever arm, whichever side you're going to breathe to that arm needs to be on your side. So if you're breathing to the right, right arms are your side, left arm is going to be extended out fully holding the end of that kickboard. And you're literally going to just practice breathing, uh, out when your face is in the water in, when your face is out of the water, and you're just going to do that over and over again for uh, a full length rest a little bit and then continue that pattern and just practicing that breathing and getting it so you actually take a breath fully each time. I see a lot of people that can turn their head to the side and get like a tiny little breath and then put their head back in and it's just not sustainable. So the point of doing this drill is to, to really be able to reiterate the fact you can get a full breath and then you can start doing that in your actual stroke. That and so to kind of bounce off that, so like you had me... One of the biggest things, too, when you say out to the side is that you're not looking up, too. I know we talked about that. It's like for me, it was crazy how much more air. I don't know if it was just because there's like more of an air pocket. If you're like looking kind of like back or like just straight to the side, if there's more of an air pocket there than if you have like your head up and you go at it. But honestly, keeping that head down 
and then honestly just looking like straight to the side, I was definitely able to breathe better. So yeah, yeah, definitely. You want to think of your head as being on a swivel, uh, so that you're almost like picture your body being on a kebab, and you can only turn without picking your head up or down. Um, that's going to give you the best head position to breathe in. And you're right, there is more of an air pocket if your mouth is in the right position. So you almost, I've used a cue before where you just think about breathing into your armpit. That'll kind of help you, and you can think about that when you're swimming. It helps a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Have to get out of shot. Um, so my coach's corner, mine is simple today. So a lot of people have that alignment issue. Um, and to start off, uh, if you have even just taken another club, so um, you're placing that club down on that ground, if you're on the range, if you're out on the course, um, obviously if you have that tendency to slice that ball a little bit, we're going to aim a little bit left of that target. Um, but you'd be surprised on just how simple it is, just making sure we're aligned up correctly. Um, so putting that stick or the either the club, alignment stick down on that ground, pointing it towards that target, it's a good drill on the range. That way, if you're consistently hitting the same shot, the ball should continue. And if we're not hitting the same shot continuously, then that's when we go back to that drawing board to make sure that we're continuously hitting the same shot. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of my issue. Well, at least last time I played, I was just not aligned correctly on some of those shots. Um, but you know what's really funny is the last time we played, uh, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast yet, but we all played around uh, a week or two ago. And uh, our friend, J.O.B., he was golfing with us, and he goes, Cole, what is going on? I can keep hitting these crappy shots. <laughs> and you're like, well, first of all, your front foot keeps coming off, or, or your something along those lines. You said, keep that front foot planted. Boom, next shot stripes it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. That's, not, that's happened to me, like, multiple times when golfing with Cole, though. Yeah. Like, he literally does that all the time. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think the alignment definitely could be something I need to work on. Nice. All right. All right, that brings us to Take Back Tuesday. So what do we got this week as far as the Loris Hall of Fame? So this week we actually have a team selected. We have the 1947 football team. They are the only undefeated football team in Loris history. They were 9-0. and They defeated rival St. Ambrose 26 for the Bell Trophy in front of a record 10,000 fans in the Rock Bowl on October 5th, 1947. The team produced three All-Americans and four individual Loris Athletic Hall of Famers. So, 1947 fun facts. <clears throat> Gas prices, 23 cents. Whoa. <laughs> It is crazy, though, <laughs> watching all the gas prices drop right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 23 cents, that's, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, we were actually playing trivia last night, and Disney World, uh, their like first ticket price was 50 cents or something. Jeez. That was, that was my What is it now? Like, I don't hundreds. Know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hundreds. So the world population in 1947 was around 2.5 billion. Man. Dang, and we're at seven so point we're, like eight. Yeah, we were like seven point eight. So this was pre baby boomers, or during? Pre, right? Pre. I think it was fifties and sixties. The parents yeah. of the baby boomers. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The silent generation. Yep. Um, the top charted song was "Near You" 
by Francis Craig. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever heard this song. I've listened to it, and I still have <laughs> never heard it. There's just one place for me near you. It's like heaven to be near you. Times when we're apart, I can't face my heart. That was a banger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then some top uh, fun facts in, from 1947 with um, a little bit of uh, inventions. First off, it was one of the first UFO incidents. Sightings? I mean. Really? There was a, a crash, an unknown object crash in Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, I've heard about this. And basically the U.S. Armed Forces tried to cover it up saying it was some surveillance balloon or yeah something. this this one's definitely a big conspiracy thing i think but i found my rabbit hole for the day yeah <laughs> <laughs> look up some ufo sightings <laughs> um the movie miracle on 34th street the christmas movie oh this wow. was um when it uh, premiered i don't know if i've ever seen that. <laughs> like I the have. original I have. i've seen it it's a good movie so, um, as well as that's when Jackie Robinson took the field for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh, wow. Okay. So those are some fun facts yeah. from 1947. All right. That brings us to our Guinness Record Challenge. Uh, this week, I went ahead and tried to figure out the craziest record for someone from Iowa. And what I found was the longest beard and that was 17 feet, 6 inches. Holy cow. In 1927. What? His beard was 17 feet. And it's so crazy that it's now in the Smithsonian. Like he shaved it? In the museum. Well, I mean, he died. Oh. And so they, I don't know, I think they took it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they must have taken it and put it in the Smithsonian or something along those lines. But So that guy was from Iowa? Yeah, he's from Kensett, Iowa. But oh. I don't, I don't know, I'm not sure, not sure where know, that is. I don't is. know where that is either. Um. But yeah, isn't that crazy? Seventeen feet. That is. Do you is, think he ever shaved? I mean, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and Maybe I bet trimmed. you he trimmed it yeah. because the if sides. you split the cut ends, it actually grows faster. Huh. So let's see here. Seventeen feet. Uh, so if he was six feet tall, that's almost three times his height. height. Where did he put it? Like wrap it around his body? I don't know. No <laughs> idea. Threw it over the shoulder. That's impressive. <laughs> Just let it drag that's behind impressive. him. Um, um, yeah. So my, I actually also have a very similar one, not from Iowa, but from Illinois. The world's tallest man, uh, Robert Wadlow, was from Alton, Illinois, um, and he was a, a whopping eight feet eleven point one inches tall. That's so crazy. By the age of one, he was over three feet tall and already walking. Jeez. Then by the age of five, he was already taller than his mother at 5'7". <laughs> by the age of five? Five. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, we stayed in Alton, Illinois, for our championship swim meet, and they had, like, a statue of him. Um, that's, like, their claim to fame, that city. Yeah, that's, I mean, that is incredible. I mean, he, he passed away at the age of, like, 22, but that, yeah. I mean, still, that's just insane how tall that guy is. Yeah, I mean, he could 
Obviously, he could dunk without jumping. Yeah, easily. Yeah, pretty easy. That's, <laughs> that's insane. Cole, what do you got? Mine are most consecutive handsprings. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Okay. And it's a performer from China. Oh, boy, I'm going to butcher this. Hu Kai. And he has 57 consecutive back handsprings. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's I wonder so how far. You know what I want to know? So, the distance yeah. traveled. Like, yeah. how many yards is that? So, I was watching. Um, the female is actually held by a UTEP uh, cheerleader. Um, and she did 53 consecutive. And she literally started beyond, like, the field goal post and did 53 past the other side. So, I she mean, yeah, I was going to say, mean, yeah, I thought so it would go more than 120 yards. yards. It was. It was. It was like 100 and like roughly like 30 because she started behind it and getting got traveled onto the and through the end zone past the other end zone. So, but I want to know: Did she stop or like? No, she went all the way through. No, I know, but like, did did she fall? When she at at 53, did she fall? Is that why she stopped, or Mm. did she was just like, holy cow? I I I think that she'd got to like. I think she had in mind probably just to like break the record and and then like move on. I feel like she had a little bit more room from what I remember from the video. But I mean, fifty three is pretty impressive. That is, yeah, that's incredible. I can't even do one. That that's gonna be my new thing. <laughs> Got to practice. Is that before or after hand your handstand uh, bow and arrow? After. I'm gonna get really good at doing stuff on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. For real. <laughs> nice. I like the pun there. You might have a lot of hand time on your hands. <laughs> good call. I didn't even. What was that dodgeball thing? joke where he was like? Good for you and the clock. And the <laughs> clock. <laughs> yeah, that was, I love that movie. <laughs> All right, that brings us to questions from the fans. Speaking of movies. Oh, yeah. Movies that oh, I haven't man. seen. Um, uh, there was just one last night. Oh, The Office Space. Uh, no, I don't. I don't or it might just so. be called Office Space, but either way. Great movie. What is it? When did it's a comedy? Uh, early two thousands or late nineties? No, I haven't seen it. You would love that movie because there's a bunch of lines you could quote from it. It's one of those very <laughs> quotable movies, like dodgeball. Yeah. What about Rambo? Um, isn't there multiple? There is. There's a ton. I'm. I've seen a couple. I don't know which ones I've seen all the way through. I don't know. (laughs) I know I've seen a bunch of Rambo clips and stuff like that. I don't know if I've seen the movie. Yeah, I'll give you a half. Yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) Not bad. All right. So questions from the fans. Questions from the fans. We got some serious ones this week. They were uh, diving in real deep here. All right. This first one, kind of mind blowing. If a perfect clone of you were created. Right down to the tiniest cellular detail, would it be you or would it somehow still be missing something? All right. So, I like they've actually done like kind of like research um, that people would not recognize themselves if they saw like themselves in person. No way. Uh, Yes. Because if you were to look into the mirror, you actually view yourself different than you actually look. Oh, wow. (laughs) You're probably right. No, seriously. So, like, they like if you were to look into the mirror, you like mentally like can change how you view yourself. So they say that like the common person actually wouldn't like, they'd say, okay, yeah, the person looks similar, but like you wouldn't actually think that's how you look. Well, what about like if you were to watch yourself on video? Ooh, that's a good thought. 
like, oh, if you saw somebody else perform, and like it wasn't like if you saw my clone perform like a golf yeah. swing, yeah, you'd probably recognize yourself. Yeah, but the weird thing is, like for me to answer that question, I would say no, I wouldn't view them as myself. I'd view, but I would love to interact with them and kind of see. <laughs> like, what, I agree. It'd be such like a weird interaction. <laughs> Pick your own brain a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I think there it'd be different still. Yeah, because that would be crazy you're to think you. about. Well, I mean, you also gotta think about your how many like little life things change who you are. Well, and like, stuff? Yeah. Who you are. So like unless they're literally right by your side experiencing the same thing, you, your paths are gonna go completely different. Your your personalities and things are gonna change. Yeah. So like even within right, like a week right. or a month or stuff like that, if you were to come back, you're gonna be two completely different people. Well, yeah. I guess that would tell us how much is nature and how much is nurture. Because if you spend a lot if like you spend years apart and you get back together and you're really different, that shows you like how much the society plays in developing your personality. But if you're still really like very similar, then it tells you the innate personality traits are a little bit more that is true it is crazy though like on some identical twins on how like they do live like their separate lives and how they like some of them are still like look the same they might act a little bit different but like it would say i know a couple identical twins um who one has had like a couple children one's had um, just like one and they come back like five years and they're still look like almost identical it's crazy yeah yeah, that is How crazy. crazy is this? So my college roommate, he was an identical twin, and his sisters were identical twins. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty rare. Isn't that nuts? Odds they have identical twins. <laughs> that would be <laughs> Actually crazy. higher. It prob- yeah, I mean, it yeah. probably is, but that's still, that's still nuts. All right, next question. Uh, by refusing to hold a position on something, do you, by default, accept all positions or reject all positions? I'm going to say, and I'm, this is something I might change my mind on in the future, <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to say by default you're accepting all positions because if that means you don't care enough to to deny one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you care, if you had an opinion, <clears throat> you would say something about it. So by default, by not saying anything, it's you're allowing anything to happen. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because if... I think if you if you're not accepting it, if you're refu- if you're rejecting the positions, then there'd have to be another position that you're that you accepting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of confusing. <laughs> I'm going to confuse myself, so I'm not going to answer. <laughs> All right, this one's another mind blown. And speaking of mind blown, I'm having deja vu. Right now. <laughs> if two mind readers read each other's mind at the same time, whose mind are they reading? <laughs> So if two mind readers, let's say, let's so like let's, me and you. yeah, yeah. All right, let's say we can read each other's minds. Yeah, and I'm reading. Are your you mind. starting at the exact you're same just, time? You're just reading each other's minds. What do you mean? But you're, I'm reading your mind. Yeah, which would be reading my mind. Reading oh right, mind. so there's like a loop to it. Yeah, <laughs> so like so an inception. Do you get stuck in so you try It'd be like an inception. Others. So you're reading my mind. Yeah, and I'm reading the fact that you're reading me. Mm-hmm. I think that within like five minutes. You would notice that you guys are reading each other's minds, and then you guys have a conversation telepathically. <laughs> Seriously. Well, also depends on like who who is the better guru mind reader. Yeah, is is there power? Because could mind I just reading? turn How my deep thoughts could off? Could you go in? Yeah, like, turn my thoughts off, and then you'd be like, "What the? 
<laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be nuts. Just going to full on like monk mode. Um, Dang, what a great <laughs> show! What? what monk? Never seen. Uh, it. I've never seen it either. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right, last question. Pretty simple here. It may sound confusing when I ask it. Although, hold on, <laughs> let me. I'm still thinking about this other question. Uh, this is a follow up question. If you could read people's minds, would you want to? For me, the answer is no. I would just, I, I, ignorance is bliss when it comes to that stuff. You could read everybody's, and it's not by choice. You automatically you have I'm out. to read it. It's automatically I'm out. read. I'm out. Like you, it's like you hear it. Ooh, I'm out. That's tough. Because it's beneficial in a no. lot of ways, but it would suck and it would be terrible in so many ways. If yeah. I were, I would just go, I would I probably go military. <laughs> use my advantage or use my strength. I mean, yeah, that's probably the best way. Or to like one of the best. Yeah, because police officer you, or something like another that. Another thought: If you're reading, like, can you read minds in other languages? I mean, yeah, but you wouldn't understand it. Wait, so is, yeah, but is it no, in that's English? what I'm saying. Like, would it be in English when you're reading the no, minds? It wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Oh, so then you'd have to learn another language. Well, I don't know. Do we think? Uh, do, do you think sometimes, in a language? Sometimes you do think in a language, and sometimes you yeah. don't. I mean, I think you're thinking in a language. I don't know time. if you are, though. But I only know one language. Like, what about bilingual people? Like, do they think? Yeah. In if they're thinking about somebody, they could change how they're think. Like, how they're, if I'm saying, oh, wow, that was impressive, they could say that in another language, and you would have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if no, they're watching how a sporting do, How is that original thought created? Right. Is it created not, in I don't think it's in, in another in language? A language. Another language? I don't think it's language. I think your body just understands it. Like, you walk into this room, you you think room, wall. Like, yeah. that's just in your head, but you don't think room, wall. <laughs> like, you just know it's a room and a wall. I actually really want to ask someone this question who speaks But there's been language. times where, like, you talk to yourself, like, on the golf course, all right, make this putt, and that's probably in English. I think you. you know I, mean? I think you're. You think more in language than you think. I don't know. It's tough to say. I think it's just because automatic. when you walk in the room, you say room wall, but your your reaction is actually you are thinking about each one of those things, and that is associated with a word. See, I don't think so. I think it's just associated with what it is. I think it's the opposite. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. And maybe like maybe lost. it's it's based on the know. maybe it's based on the individual. I think I think a lot in words more than this reaction. Yeah, that's, that huh. could be true. That could be like an artistic brain or like a more. Oh, uh, like that's a very good point. Yeah, your right brain. versus left brain. Yeah, yeah. but that is mind blowing, literally. <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> going back to the last question: How do you scroll? Whether it's on well, so obviously on your phone it's different, but like on a computer. When a mouse, do you scroll down to go down or do you scroll scroll up to go down? In all honesty, I couldn't tell you the last time I used a mouse. Really? I don't ever use mouse. All right, but like a, a touchpad. I mean, you just, I go up, I guess. On a You go. You scroll up to go to down? To go down, I think. Because I know there's some people who pull down to go down. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't tell That's you, strange honestly. to me. <laughs> that yeah. is extremely strange. I pull strange. down to go up. She's like, right now, I'm yeah. You're going, going down, down to go down. Yeah, he's going I don't down like to go it. up. No, I'm not. No, he's going down to go down. I'm going down. Yeah, I which think I don't that's, like. Yeah, I that's think weird. that's what yeah. I would do. I think that's what I do on my laptop. That's weird to me. I have no idea. This computer's backwards, in my opinion. To be right. completely honest, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder what 
Because like you could change that setting. I know like on my Max. I like, know on a laptop, if you are going through like your emails and you click to like scroll down through your emails, you hit and then you scroll down. You, like you pull down. See, that's confusing. Well, hey, let me ask you this. Uh, in but Xbox. if you like scroll up, you go up through your emails. But if you click that little icon in the back yeah. on the bottom of the bar, yeah. you have to pull down. Well, and like you could like do that scrolly thing. But that doesn't really help much. Go ahead on Xbox. On what? Xbox, there are some games I remember that are defaulted differently than others. Because yeah. like you take the toggle stick and you point it up, you look down. Yeah. In certain games. I mean, not many are like that anymore. But yes. Oh, okay, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I when you that. when like, that would take some adjustment for me. Taking like flying games, any games you fly in, are, I like inverted yeah. controls. So yeah. like when you pull down, you're going up. Yeah. Because that makes sense to me. Like, as far as the steering like wheel. Physically, if I'm scrolling up, I want to be able to go down. Like, when you're moving something up, your, your, your eyes, eyes and are your going reading down. going down. Right, yes. And vice versa. I'm with you on that. That's the way yeah. I think about it. <laughs> That's how it should be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's enough questions. <laughs> um, but if you have any more questions, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, I guess we're not really sure when our next episode is, but... Maybe we'll, uh, if you send us some, some questions online, we'll answer them and then we can tweet them out. Um, so you could uh, DM us at Laura's Podcast on Twitter. And there's a couple of people out there that probably aren't even listening at this point in the podcast that uh, need to shoot us a DM with a question. And we've been told they were going to and uh, still hasn't showed up in our DMs. So yeah, that's uh, true. feel free to we know type who those our, out. Our, our loyal fans <laughs> are. You're out there. We yeah. know you. All right. We got Dad Joke of the Week. Why did the picture go to jail? Because Why? it was framed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. That one, right. That's one you could probably guess. If we you forgot like, to yeah, mention yeah. it was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy, Happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's been kind of overshadowed with everything going I on. I know. So. Seriously. It's kind of crazy. All right. Well, Are we going to dive into the coronavirus talk? We can. There's still time. Is anyone still listening? <laughs> <laughs> We're only at 30 minutes. What do you All mean? Right. So, I mean, honestly, so I'm, first off, last week. We had some questions from a fan that they wanted to know if you would change your mind about what you guys talked about last week. Okay, so I wouldn't necessarily say I changed my mind. I'd just say that I've been kind of more educated on the reasons why we are taking the actions. So, one, do I still Fair. think it's a little bit of an overreaction? Yes. Do I understand that I'm educated now on why we are doing what we are doing? Yes. So I completely understand that why we're doing the quarantine that now from ages, um, it's like, I don't know if it's basically like 10 years old to like 30 years old, can be walking around with the coronavirus and be symptom free. So they could be passing it off to the young age. They can be passing it off to the older age. So I completely understand why they are doing the quarantine. Um, but again, I still think it's a like it just struggles to me um, as a big overreaction of watching all the athletes at the Division three level at the D one level going through what they go through um, on Championship Sunday, all those different things that I mean you you see Rudy Gobert, you see Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. I mean he literally says like he he tested positive, but he's taking it one day at a time. But he's his body hasn't changed. So yeah. it's just tough. Um, 
and I understand, again, being educated on the situation on why we need to quarantine, but I still think I'm indifferent. I know what you're saying. And I think that's the hardest part is the education aspect is some people saying like, oh, you're overreacting, and then everyone else is saying, oh, you're not taking it seriously. It's because there's just so much lack of information not being put out, but like, it's also unprecedented. We're just, We've never we're, been in this situation. We're unprecedented, and no, like honestly, I don't think anybody knows what is actually going on. Like Even like the researchers and doctors are still trying to figure out either A, how to solve it, or B, what to do with it. So it's like right. and the nobody thing- knows. That's why I think it's hard to say if you're overreacting or underreacting because what it what is the right thing? Right. And the only thing that you can look at is uh, in... Wu China or Wu what was it where it started? Wu something, uh, something like that. Wuhan or something like that is where it originated and they went to complete quarantine. So um and it has significantly dropped the number of cases versus so they went to quarantine right away and you can see how it funneled out versus Italy didn't do any quarantine and now they are in utter disbelief mm-hmm. on the number of cases, number of deaths rising in Italy. Um, unfortunately that that's what they're going through. So like learning, and I mean, proud of what we were able to do in such a short matter of time that look, quarantining is doing this. It is limiting the number of cases. It's mm-hmm. limiting the number of deaths. So, I mean, unfortunately as it affects my world in the athletic world, yes, it stinks, but I understand why we are doing what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I don't even remember what my opinion was last week. Uh, I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm not going to really get too upset either way. So I'll do whatever everyone recommends, and we'll kind of take it from there. Shout out Home Gym coming to you live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cole and I are possibly going to build a garage gym in case everything shuts down because if if everything does shut down, we need a place to work out. We're the type of person that will go crazy if we don't. So uh, we might be building a garage gym pretty soon. Maybe, who knows, a garage podcast set up. <laughs> we might have to do it remotely. That'd be pretty cool. Like if we could, you guys got Skype. We could Skype in. I mean, true. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be leaving my house <laughs> unless I'm told I can't leave. Mm-hmm. Which is just nuts. That just that whole situation blows my mind. Yeah, like what could happen, right? Is still so out there. But yeah, stay healthy. Um, wash your hands. If you're sick, stay home. Um, do everything that you can. Cough and sneeze in your elbow. That's another thing. The elbow bump, you know, how everyone's oh like, oh, this is a healthy way. I don't think it's a healthy way. Where do you sneeze and cough? In your elbow. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening in. All right. Catch you next week.